Okay, so I know that a lot a lot of party games, uh, you have to like draw pictures or make things out of clay, and your partner has to guess what it is, or you you act something out, right? You have to be a lot of guessing games at parties, I think, right? Yeah, that's so, it. It's not just like people drinking heavily and and passing right. out and kissing each no. other. It's it's definitely like drawing things and making things out of clay. That's yep. You're right, Andrew. That's sure. a party. You can play that game. Hey, I'm Pete Steele. And I'm Andrew Miller. And welcome to Two Can Play That Game, the podcast for people who have one friend. That's right. If you have more than one friend, this podcast is not for you. Yeah, throw your device right in the trash can or the toilet, <laughs> whatever That's is closer <laughs> to you at this time. If you're on the toilet, just toss it right between your legs. If the trash can is between your legs, go ahead and toss it right in the trash can. If you have an incinerator, if you live in like a New York City brownstone and you have an incinerator in your building still or whatever, uh, just toss it right in there. Yeah, it, we're going, we're taking it a step further. Don't don't just stop listening. Just throw your entire phone or device into a mm-hmm. fire. That's what we're yep. saying. Today, Andrew, we are tackling the ancient game of Go. This is a big, big deal here. Go is, and I I know that some of you are scratching your heads out there saying, Go uh, is that a monopoly term? I never heard of this game. Go. <laughs> uh, and then a lot of you are out there are saying, yes, finally, go. It's my, it's, it's the game. So it, you'll see what we're talking about here as we go. Right. As we go. <laughs> right, right. This is one of those uh, classic uh, football situations where it's like <laughs> yes. uh, everyone in this country is like, I don't even know what you're talking about. And everyone in the rest <laughs> of the world is like, uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. How could you not know yeah, what absolutely. we're talking about? It's like the number one game. Yeah. Football. Uh, anyway, so how the game of Go. Um, Let's cut straight to it, Andrew. Let's sum it up in one sentence. One sentence explanations. I would say that the best way to describe Go in one sentence is it's the easiest and hardest game you will ever play in your life. Yeah, good point. Um, that's, a, that's a good summation of it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I- anyone can play it, but uh, good luck doing it the right way. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, my one-sentence summary of the game of Go, Andrew, is a game of establishing boundaries with rocks that doesn't involve throwing them at someone. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Boundaries, mm-hmm. I always say you need boundaries Boundaries. You need boundaries. Well, it's it's kind of like if you have those, you know, how everybody you have sometimes you have an annoying neighbor and you want to yep. just kind of separate yourself. You just put yep. a little row you of just, rocks. You just toss a rock that, at. It. Oh, oh, you right, right. You put a little <laughs> row of rocks there. You're right. Andrew. No, not so, a fence. Just a just a little row of rocks across, and then then they rocks. know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it depends on the part of the country you're in. Sometimes you got to toss those rocks too. You know what I mean? It really depends on the the level of infringement. You know. Oh, I see. Um, that's why I they see. sell those signs that say uh, "No trespassing private property," because um, you know those are extremely important. If you don't hang that up in your, you know, uh, on your your tree outside your house, um, yeah, actually legally we can go trespass. I don't know if a lot of people know that's that. Right. <laughs> well, you just gave the "No trespassing" sign industry a huge boost. Uh, I know their, their sales it's, are going to be off the charts tomorrow. It is. Ex- it's always extremely funny to me when I see those signs up, like in people's lawns or whatever and, and they are like on their garage because they're always like the most conservative <laughs> don't tread on me guys or whatever and it's like hey bud like 
I don't know. It's 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 like those it's like those Facebook viral campaigns where they uh, old people got sucked into uh, posting a post where they were like, "I do not give Facebook the rights to steal my image and and put it and paste my face on a clown or whatever." Like they felt like they had to write it out to make it official. And it's like it's all no, that's always been the case. I mean, you don't have to <laughs> you posting it on either your Facebook or in the case of conservative guys like on your garage with a no trespassing sign doesn't make it any more or less the law you know so so you're telling me i'm not supposed to just wander into other people's houses is this this is news to me (laughs) well (laughs) you know you might have legal immunity to it but (laughs) that's true anyway andrew so that's the game of go let's wrap it up that was a very clear explanation nobody's Nobody's confused at all by this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a quick explanation of, of this game, if, if we can, Andrew. I, I know that it all starts right. to get real complicated as soon as you get past like the first few sentences, but what is Go? <laughs> it's it's really simple, actually. I mean, the rule, there are only very few rules. I mean, it's a, so it's a big grid. Imagine graph paper, you know, but it's on like usually on a board made out of wood or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the full the full size game is what nineteen by nineteen grid. Right. Typically, you find it in three sizes: nine by nine, thirteen by thirteen, and nineteen by nineteen in terms of the lines yeah. on the grid. Um, but right. the, like and the ni- actual ni- professional play is on the the biggest one, the nineteen by nineteen. Yeah, that, that's considered that's considered the. And I think we should do a disclaimer right now: is that we are absolute go novices. We actually mm-hmm. just picked up this game recently. Um, yeah. And you'll find out our thoughts on it later. But, um, yeah, we're not – there are people out there who are obviously way, way better than we are. Like, if right. we thought we were bad at chess, we are really bad at Go. I mean, That's very <laughs> true. That is very true. And, and, uh, and yeah, you're basically – we're just covering our butts in case we make some sort of mistake because it's like we're bound to yeah. do that because this is a um, long history on this one. And yes. uh, and and you know, co- kind of complex in the in the element in the intricacies of it. But you're right on the on the very surface of it, the way to play the game, the moves you make, as simple as can be, right? Because it's just as simple as literally placing a small stone on an intersection. That's yeah. that's that's what you, you do just, the entire game. That's all you do. You, you just take turns. Uh, one person has the black stones. One person has the white stones take turns interestingly in this game it's the opposite of chess black usually goes first um you place the stones on the intersection of the of the grid Mm -hmm. and you're trying to kind of like create uh like circles or boundaries like shapes out of it and trying Mm -hmm. to like make us make a fence around some boundary and then you get points for that boundary um the other way that you get points is to uh is to completely surround your opponent's stones and then you get to capture them and you get points for that too take it away and another quick disclaimer up top, Andrew, in our case is that we have been using um, the specifically the Japanese scoring system, I believe, right? Because there there yes. is different scoring systems, uh, and there and I know China has its own scoring system, and Korea has its own scoring system, um, but I think a lot of the time stateside, um, a lot of organizations use the Japanese scoring system, and that is what we've gone yeah. with as well at this time. It is a territory-based scoring system that we use for this one. Yes, there are there are lots of different rules, uh, rule sets to this game, but uh, and we'll talk about why that why that is in the history that we use the uh, that we're using the Japanese ones usually in in the United States. But 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 yeah, that's it. That's the gameplay. You just you place a stone, yeah. and then your opponent places a stone, and then you go back and forth, and you try to 
carve out as much territory, surround as much territory as you can, or surround your other player's stones as much as you can to capture them and win that territory over. And it is a constant one, one-upping game. You know what I mean? If you think you have yes. territory, but then they swoop in and they start to build around that territory that you have and then gain the the upper hand on that territory and they get it instead, you know what I mean? It's just a constant back and forth <laughs> of, of trying to um, outsmart your opponent, basically. It can be super frustrating, especially when you're just learning. Uh, like you think that you're doing well, and all of a sudden, it, it feels like to me like it's like a, it's almost like a boat that's starting to leak, and you plug up one leak, and then it starts leaking on the other side, and you got to plug mm-hmm. up that one. It's just like fall. It's like a house of cards just falling down around you. It's like, oh man, I really yeah. don't understand this game. And one of the reasons <laughs> for that, one one of the reasons for that is because it's a big board, like we discussed, um, and yeah. you can. There's no rule on where you place your stone. You know what I mean? You can you all can right. essentially. Well, there's one rule on where you can't place it in a way that would immediately give it to your opponent. But other than that, it's like any open intersection um, that that is within the rules that you can place it at. You can place that stone. So it's like, like you said, if if you're working on one area of the board, your opponent might suddenly jump to the whole other area of the board, and you're like, "What are you doing over there? What should I be over there?" You know what I mean? So it's like, um, well, that's the thing. It's you're never quite sure what you should be doing. It's it's more mm-hmm. like. A, you know, especially when you're just starting out like us, it's like, well, I know, I know, I could basically do whatever I want, but where should I put my stone? I don't know. It's mm-hmm. like, I'm just yeah, yeah, right. Like you said, especially because we're, you know, at at the novice level like us, um, we don't have a ton of strategies in, in mind, especially opening up the game. And in like contrast to something like chess, where it's like. <clears throat> There's only so many moves you can do, essentially. Like, you, you can advance any one of the, your pawns, you know what I mean, by one space. Yes. Or you can um, pop your knights out or something like that. But, like, the opening to chess, it's like there are different openings, but they're all kind of contingent on the same movements of certain pieces. Whereas this one yeah. is just like, hey, there's, you know, X number of, uh, of intersections where you want to put your stone. Go for it. You know what I mean? This, and so it's, this... it's really wide open. Yeah. Speaking of chess, this game gets compared to chess a lot uh, because it's it's just skill. There's no luck involved. Mm-hmm. Really. I mean, there might be du- in our case. There's a lot of dumb luck involved. You know what I'm saying? Right, but, right, uh, right, right, right. <laughs> but there's no chance involved, right? There's no, no chance. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, speaking it's of a no lot- chance, uh, how's your love yeah. life, Andrew? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no chance. Um, no chance. Um, no, no it's, but it's, there's, it's very easy right, to learn. It's all it's very, skill theoretically, and yes. um, it, it is also falls within the category of game uh, abstract. These are both chess yeah. and Go are popular abstract board games. So it's very similar to you may have seen this game. I know growing up we had a copy of Othello in my house. Uh, right, Othello it's, uses it's like, very similar components, and so does like Reversi, right? Um, yeah, and actually when I was looking up the, I think Reversi is just another name for Othello, or might have oh. different. Well, we'll get to it at some point, but yeah, um, yeah. another episode. When I was look when I was looking up the history of this game, they said basically, you know, Othello originated probably in England, and it was like somebody was just messing around with a go board and was like, let's make up some new rules to this, you know. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> they, you see that you see that every now and then. Somebody like um, I think they also made. I saw that there was a game called Redstone that was basically the game of Go, but there's a third color stone that you use. Only what? for the fi- only for the final stone to take when you're capturing all the other stones, and then that stone is permanent and can't be taken. So it's like pe- people have people have done like a little tweaking like that, or or, or like you said in the in, the, in yeah. the case of Othello, it's like this game's been around for 
thousands of years and so i think people every now and then you'll see somebody just kind of mess with it a little bit tweak it a little bit yes yeah i mean it's bound house rules are bound to catch on i mean you got people in monopoly putting money under free parking i mean that drives me nuts but <laughs> it's, it's not in the rule book but people do it you know andrew i, I told you we weren't going to relitigate that that was years ago no, I'm just, <laughs> just going off on you um <laughs> Well, and then Bro, and then um, so you ba- you just keep placing the stones, and you literally both you you both go back and forth placing stones to try to win territory until each player says uh, we're I'm done. Like there's nothing else I want to do on right. this board. There's nothing else I can do. And once you both have admitted that, basically, then you go ahead and you count up all the territories on the board, and and plus, you plus how many you've captured, how many you've captured exactly, yeah. um, and then you have a score. And that's it. You got a winner. You know that's what I mean? It. So it's um, that is it. There are other things in there too. There's like uh, sometimes you get points for going first because you have an advantage if you go first. Um, oh right, there's like some handicaps built into the game too that 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 well, weighs into the scoring. So there's there. Yeah, there are also some handicaps. Like if you're a lower ranked player, like you can say, right. oh, I'm a handicap of like three, and then you start with three stones on the board before your opponent even goes. Right. There um, is both uh, the the idea of handicap where you get to place um some stones before uh the opponent even gets a chance to take their first turn but and then there's yeah. also comey right which is um essentially Comey. it is some extra points that are added to your score if you're the white player the second player to go because there is a, a there is just a world um agreed upon advantage to going first so um so the scoring takes into account your the territory you've won the pieces you've captured and any kind of like handicap or comey uh as well yes and then that's it somebody wins baby and yet you all have a great time how about that isn't that magic <laughs> now andrew tell me a little bit more about um the actual we talked about how this game's been around for thousands of years but Get more into that for me. I, I don't. I don't really know anything about what those thousands of years look like or, or, or whatnot. So tell me more about that. So uh, I, I had to do quite a bit of research. By quite a bit, I mean I had to go to like two extra websites this time. <laughs> uh, but I do want to say though that there was quite a bit of conflicting information about the different dates and countries and things that that played go. So oh, yeah. I'll just straight. I'll say straight up my. my I'm going with the first source that I'm going with is actually Encyclopedia Britannica. I found it. It was in there. Mm. And, of course, that said, oh, yeah, this is uh, this comes straight from the U.K., the UK's, right. own, the U.K.'s own game, Go. We're the best, baby, number one. <laughs> and then my second source is Wikipedia and then other YouTube videos. And that's it. But mm-hmm. uh, so in case I say something wrong, you know, that's just this is just a. Uh, hey, you hit up hit up Wikipedia. Uh, you know I also I mean? want to. I also want to say that Go goes by lots of different names depending on which country you're and what time period you're talking about. Right. So just to just to make it simple, I'm just going to call it Go through this whole thing. But there were lots of different names for Go, mm-hmm. and uh, and we already talked about we're talking we play the Japanese rules of capturing mm-hmm. territories. But uh, right. Yeah, there are still lots of different rules that are still played today. So anyway, it's it's thought to be well, actually, no, I think it is the world's oldest board game that is still played continuously today oh um, interesting yeah probably not the oldest one ever i mean there's probably some really dumb game that was made up that right there was it, probably you know? like um i don't know um rock on head you know part one <laughs> part one and two or whatever you know what i mean uh 
yeah. fast fast yeah. running rock on head or whatever and uh <laughs> and everyone was like christmas uh, christmas morning they're opening up a uh, package <laughs> and they're like no oh, rock 64 or whatever you know what i mean they're, <laughs> they're like mom can i put this uh, on my head and she's like yeah you can go ahead and do that and he's like i'm gonna run so fast i'm gonna go t- wow. i'm gonna show t- a tommy in the cave next door um uh, and the 90s that, were a simpler time, I'll say that. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> um, but, of course, we don't have that today because of copyright infringement problems, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> right. Intellectual intellectual property uh, law, unfortunately. That, no, one, no, one, no one has the rights to uh, fast rock-on-head running. <laughs> That's why that one died out, yeah. Um, <laughs> Go was probably created around 4,000 years ago mm-hmm. in China. In what is today China, and uh, according to legend, well, there's lots of legends, but I'll go over a few of them. According to legend, it was created by Emperor Yao as a teaching tool for his son. Or, possibly, it was used by Chinese generals in prepping for battles. Mm. Or, or it was used by engineers who were studying flood control. I thought that was uh, kind of interesting. That's uh, cool. Because you could imagine. like that. It almost feels like flood control when you're playing yeah, this game. Yeah, right. Uh, but uh, chances are that probably all those are incorrect. And it was right, who knows, right? It's like we didn't have uh, <laughs> TMZ to uh, to do some investigative reporting at that time. Uh, right, right. Um, you fast forward way fast forward to the year 500. It moved The game moved to Japan, and uh, that's where kind of the modern version of the game, at least the one that we play, kind of emerged. And it came up with the... Now, you know more about maybe Japan than I do, but this is what it said. Mm-hmm. It said... Came up with the rise of the samurai class and became mm-hmm. widely popular in the 1600s to mid 1800s. Okay, yeah, uh, that would be the yeah that would be the time of of samurai. Is that for right? Sure. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. And they they established four competitive schools of Go, and they that were funded by the government, and this established Go as a profession. So they actually had like professional Go players way back in the 1600s. Oh, uh, interesting. There, there was yeah. definitely a period of Japan. So there was definitely a period um, in Japan's history where where samurai essentially were soldiers, and there was a there was a lot of fighting going on uh, where yeah. they you know they were just killing people left and right uh, in like clan warfare. And then there was a period of time in Japan's history where samurai still existed, but there was not a lot of fighting, and they just uh. they just goofed around and like kicked rocks and stuff like that. And they well, they basically just. Um, they became like uh, they they just tried to mm, uh, be like real fancy, as fancy as they can be. So that so that probably lines up with that where they if, if they you know because they weren't needed to be as soldiers essentially anymore. They I'm sure they were just messing around with Go and becoming professional Go players on Twitch or whatever right. you know. Right on Twitch, on eight, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's good, but. Uh, yeah, Go continues to be taught as one of the four arts, at least in China, uh, including music, painting, calligraphy, and Go strategy. Like those are the four big oh, ones. Oh, fascinating! Four arts. The four pillars that of kind of cool society. That that that's yeah. I mean that's huge. I mean you know I mean for the for yeah. that to be uh, amongst. You see that in a lot of in uh, China, Japan, Korea. Uh, you see these uh, a lot of times. It's taught in schools. Like you know you might have chess club in schools in the united states but they have not only go clubs but whole classes devoted to go you know go strategy wow wow wow, wow. 
yeah, I just feel like they're better at like teaching kids over there or something. Like, I feel like this would make kids a lot smarter. We should get this going in our in our schools here. I think. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty cool. I mean, it's very yeah. It's it's uh, it, it, there's a lot of like spatial spatial reasoning in it, and um, yeah, uh, I would assume like geometric thinking and stuff like that that comes from it. And yeah, it's yeah, genius yeah. too, because it's so easy to learn that a three year old could play it. You know, but right, uh, right, 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 hard to master. And instead, it's not- in our school system, we've got uh, mandatory TikTok classes, and every every, <laughs> every kid's learning how to do the Orange Julius. That's like the fiftieth. It's the fiftieth. I feel I like we made Orange this Julius on this podcast, but I'm I'm not gonna stop. I, I do think it's very I feel like funny we've made to this say joke that a bunch, doing but... the Orange Julius. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> in fun. agreement with you, Andrew. I think we should definitely. I think we should give a little bit more money to the. Um, to the brain building exercise classes and a little bit less money to the popular dances class. No, I'm just kidding. Actually dances. <laughs> honestly, the, the, the dancing that kids do on TikTok is actually very helpful for, um, character building and, and, um, honestly just like societal contribution and stuff like that. So, uh, both are wow. cool. We should probably just do less, uh, Pledge of the Pledge of the Legions. Honestly, <laughs> we should probably just, <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, that's actually kind of a hot take for, um, but I mean, a, I'm oh. gonna say it. Uh, <laughs> get rid of that thing and just replace it with uh, with Go or some other similar wow. brain building exercise. I'd say. All right, you heard it here first. That's that's well, controversial. I'm radical, it's true. baby. <laughs> uh, anyway, in the 20th century, which is the century that we all care about, obviously, is the when the official uh, tournament and ranking system came up in Japan um, that that Go is associated with. And uh, there's a there's a ranking system for amateurs, like uh, I think it's called Q K Y U. Is it Q? Is that Q? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, it's that's like negative. It starts at like 30, which is like you've never played, and it right. goes up to like one one Q is like you're really good. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I'm probably at about a 29 where I've played, but <laughs> I just have. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm around 31 uh, personally. So you're, right. uh, um, you're actually worse than somebody who's never played <laughs> before. Uh, but then it switches over to going like in the opposite direction, like positives. Like uh, uh, Don is Don, like D A N, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, one Don is like p- the first professional rank, and you can go up all the way up to nine Don, which is the mm-hmm. top uh, professional rank. So right. The game spread to the rest of the. Hey, this is something positive to come out of World War Two. After that war, you know, it started spreading to uh, other parts of the world, especially Europe and. Um, yeah, the first ever world championship was held in 1979. International Go Federation established in 1982, which is in Tokyo. And uh, so I got a question. I was thinking about this. I was doing this research. Is is Go a, a Japanese, because it's kind of like we're playing by the Japanese rules, right? So is Go a Japanese game the same way that chess is a British game? You know what I'm saying? Right, like it's I, not I, really theirs, but that's the one. That's the version that everybody is playing. Hmm. You know, not everybody, I shouldn't say that. But. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely think um, you you'd get a lot of pushback on that. I, I would assume, and and rightfully so, I think, just because it's it's very clearly started in China and then spread to Japan and Korea from from China, like it's a lot of things. Well, did, honestly, almost it, honestly, almost well, and everything. and actually, there's some chess itself probably started right we said in china or india so mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. you can't even say that it's a european game at all right um, and good you know what i mean uh, I, yeah. or, <laughs> I, I never would uh, there's our dads or uh well not our dads but our our <laughs> grandpa our great grandpa's turning over in their in their grave right now that's right chess is, that's right chess is european 
Um, I just think it's wild. Like, I'm wondering, like, would we be playing Go instead of chess in the Western world if, if Japan had had, like, a larger, like, like, Brit- like, you know, the British Empire was, like, taking over and colonizing and exploiting native peoples. Right. You know, we w- would we have the same thing if Japan had been doing that uh, more widely? Right, outside of the rest of Asia where they did it pretty much. Right, where they already did that in Asia, yeah, right? Unfor- unfortunately. Um, but, yes, I know what you mean. And also, if we just weren't, quite frankly as racist the country as we are would we would be be Uh, more more open to uh you know accepting stuff from asian culture before like five (laughs) years ago essentially but yeah 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 no it's a very good point i mean it's it is uh, almost nobody knows about go here and yet it's like you said it's like a major pillar of you know society uh throughout china korea and japan and it's just like we didn't we don't even think about it over here you know what i mean it's just like we're just yeah. so so very clearly um i just think it's an easy it's it's just an easy it's like it's a it's an alley-oop i mean we should be going for it it's it's easier yeah. to learn than chess right uh you know fewer you don't have to learn all the different moves that the pieces can do um right. and it's it's harder to master because there's just way more combinations that you could make on the board mm-hmm. and uh yeah i mean I don't know. I just think it's. Uh, I think it's definitely something we should do. Anyway, this was kind of big, though. I this is my, one of my favorite things about Go. In 2016, uh, Google, I guess the parent company was Google, of course, created a an artificial intelligence computer called AlphaGo that beat the uh, world champion uh, Lisa Dole at the word at the game of Go. Uh, Lisa Dole, a Korean uh, Go player. Nobody thought it could be done. And this isn't like where the chess computer back in like the 90s beat like the world chess champion. Because you can't, it's kind of interesting. Like you can't program a computer to beat the best um, Go player. You have to have like an AI, which is different. Like it has to, it's like a, mm-hmm. it like learns on its own by just playing a bunch of games over and over and over again. I and it was like, com- it was coming up with moves that like people were confused about. They were like, that doesn't look like a good move. But then it turned out like 50 moves later, it, it really was beneficial. Like the thing was sinking hmm. so far in advance that like nobody saw it coming. Hmm. Uh, and I just thought this was interesting in, there's a documentary made about this uh, at the time of this recording. It's free on YouTube. You go watch. It's called AlphaGo. It's really good. Hmm. Um, okay. But in it, they say, quote, in chess, the number of possible moves in any position is about 20 on average. And in go, it's about 200. You can Ooh. make 200 different choices. Right. Uh, the number of, the number of different, see if you believe this the number of different configurations that the board can be in in the game of go are more than the number of atoms in the universe holy moly how about that <laughs> i just kneeled i just kneeled the grass tyson to you with that one. oh I mean, that, my that's yeah <laughs> so if you took <laughs> if you took all of the computers in the world right now and ran them for a million years it would still not be enough computing power to come up with all the different combinations that you can make on a go board Wow, so how about that's that? just that's, that's how just wide nuts. open it is, basically. That's that's um, yeah, it's fascinating. That's why that's why they say a lot of Go players just kind of it's just by experience. You just kind of play by intuition rather you than feel like it. thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, rather than in chess where you're thinking three or four moves ahead, mm-hmm. you can't really think about it as much. You just kind of like, oh yeah, I got a feeling for this game, and that's just right. It's that's I guess that's yeah. why it's an art, you know. <laughs> yeah, good point. I mean, it, it, that yeah. was the impression I got uh, from from playing it too. Was was it was just very reflexive, and it's like you could definitely sharpen your your reflexes within the game of like um, yeah. starting to figure out, you know, like 
uh, if the tide was turning in a certain part of the board, you know what I mean, and how to stem that. But it wasn't like I was thinking specifically like he's going to do this, so I'm going to do that. You know what I mean? There there were a couple of times right. like that, but most of the time it was just like I need to start pushing out like in this direction kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's really hard to predict what your opponent's going to do. That's a good point. Right. Right, right, right. And because as you point out, there's just so many options they can do. So it's like it's I know, right? The very last note I have on this game, I think it's an important one. As a Star Wars fan, I got to tie in Star Wars every time, right? Um yep. Legally. <laughs> the right we got to get right, that legally. Uh, George Lucas cuts us a check every time uh, <laughs> that's right or I guess it's not, maybe uh, it's not George Lucas anymore I guess it's whoever uh, what is it Eisner Michael Eisner Who, who's in charge of Disney uh, these days? Michael Eisner I thought Michael I don't know some who knows by the time Mr. This is Disney out. Um, let's yeah, face right. it it's probably the US government no I mean no I'm just kidding but uh, honestly <laughs> it's right. probably the other way around but anyway <laughs> yeah, <right>. anyway <laughs> Uh, my Star Wars tie-in. Ryan Johnson, director of Episode Eight: Last Jedi. Uh, also director of Knives Out. Did you see this movie? Uh, uh, I have not. In, I've not seen it, but I've oh, heard great it, it is good. 2019 movie, Knives Out. Um, the game of Go was featured. It's like a murder mystery oh. kind of movie. Sure. Um, and they're playing Go in in one of the scenes. It kind of features. Mm. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but it kind of features into the plot. And. Uh, People on the internet were, like, loving this. They were like, oh, my gosh, thank you for not using chess. Thank you for using Go instead. You know, this yeah. is, like, great. And then there was another section of people who were, like, mad about this because in the movie, the actors are using the wrong fingers to place the stones on the board. Hmm. Uh, That's <laughs> because, funny. Because uh, when you play Go, like, most players will actually place the stones down with their index finger and middle finger. Right, right, it's right. kind of like a... Like a like a tweezer kind of move that they do. Oh, I see. Really? You know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, cause we, Pete and I have only ever played electronically on the uh, on the phone on the computer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, with the stones, they place them down with the index and middle finger, kind of like a little tweezers. But huh. they in the movie they were doing thumb and index finger, like you would probably naturally do if you didn't know what you were doing. Interesting. So, uh, speaking of that, when you see people playing Go with the real boards, it makes a super satisfying clunk sound when they place yeah. the stones down. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Are those boards hollow or something like that? They, they must well, be, they right? do they, specifically. Some of the board. I mean, there's all sorts sorts of different boards, but um, but a lot of the boards are designed to have some space underneath them lifted up, so that they does make that satisfying sound. That is on purpose. Oh, a lot of a lot of the design of those boards, um, and obviously the stones are you know actual stone, um, oftentimes, and um, and so they're they have some some heft to them, and so yeah. when when you make that contact with the force of putting it down on a on a board that has some hollow space under it it makes a very very satisfying sound and we didn't even mention that that you keep the stones in these little bowls and Mm -hmm. uh sometimes people will like just just play with the stones and the bowls like makes this like clinking sound uh it's just right asmr people will love this game i think yeah i was gonna say if if it probably already (laughs) exists uh go asmr but uh if it doesn't it uh i bet it would it would get huge uh you know rate uh view viewership and ratings or whatever on um especially in countries where Go is extremely important. Man, I bet that That's brings right. people back. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I give that clunking noise a uh, five-star rating. You know, that's my review for, for that. <laughs> <sighs> Speaking of reviews, Pete, why don't you go ahead and review on this? Review on this. All right, let's review on this. Let's get into some reviews that I just think are... Uh, 
off the wall, maybe. Uh, so here's one <laughs> for review of the game Go. They gave it a 1 out of 10. And this person wrote, The game for fake intellectuals or those intimidated oh. by actual dice. <laughs> I love oh. it. I love the machismo wow. dripping off of this one. It's just like, like this guy has like a, a, a t-shirt that says like real men roll dice on it or whatever. You know what I mean? It's just, <laughs> he's, it's like, yeah, this is a, this is a, this is a game for those guys who are intimidated by guys who know what, how to get what they want. You know what I mean? It's like just insane just feels like an insane like men's rights activist kind of guy uh, it's just crazy how a board game review can can give me the creeps you know what i mean uh this is uh yeah and the i love the confidence of this too like yeah. just just so sure that dice are better like yeah on. yeah yeah like, what are you what, what are you intimidated by my dice you know what i mean it's just like <laughs> all right chill just chill out dude this guy gave it a five out of ten he said very deep game but a little too abstract for me Computers are beginning to get close to top human ability, so I think it will be a fruitless exercise in a few decades. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, this guy is like, this guy's viewpoint is like, once robots can do it, you just gotta abandon it. He's like, well, you know, once the, you know, once we got self-driving cars now, so I'm kind of done with driving. We'll probably just abandon that in a couple years. You know? <laughs> this is Elon Musk writing this review. He's, yeah, he's he's well, creating the, the computers. Well, I think this guy is uh, is is sickened by Elon Musk. I think he's like it makes me sick oh. how much how much robots are taken from us. You know what I mean? I see. In my back in my I day, see. we drove our own cars and we and we played right. go by on our on our own as humans. Now that robots right. are getting their filthy little hands on it, well, you know what I mean. <laughs> this person also gave it a five out of ten. They said. Um, this is not really my kind of game, and I have only tried it once. It should be a game where I can do good. <laughs> and now, this person is Swedish, so there is a bit of a language barrier. Um, but I think that they, whether they meant to or not, they honestly just cut right to the core of what a lot of people's problems are with this game and other games, honestly. They're just like yelling at yeah. it like, be a game I, I'm good at. Be a game that, I, that I'm good at now. You gotta have a little stick to itiveness, people, reviewing these games. I mean, come on, play it twice at least. <laughs> I just want to wave a wand at this thing, and it it be a good that I uh, a game that I'm good at. Um, I like but, to play. I like to play every board game once, win it, and be done. That's that's how and I be play good games, at it. You know? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just I'm good at it the first time, then I don't have to play it again. Okay. <laughs> This person gave uh, the game of Go a 6 out of 10. They said, this game is so sophisticated, I want to like it more than I do. I have a favorite partner to play with, but I haven't been able to play with her in a long, long while. Now, this is very oh, clearly this a- is very clearly sad, Andrew. This is arguably too sad for a review forum. But I, I'm not going to get into that argument now. That's fine uh, that they wrote it. But it, it does make me... <laughs> feel like i'm a a game protagonist in a video game talking to uh, like an npc you know what i mean like uh yeah like i walk up and they're like eh, here's a potion you know i had a girl in this town a long time ago and she died and then we're just like see ya see ya <laughs> we just <laughs> well off to get back into my quest bye <laughs> this person gave it a six out of ten they said not my piece of cake now they're oh. italian um so again a language barrier uh and they probably meant it's not my cup of tea instead of not my piece of cake but i i love thinking that 
conversely, this is actually a person that's simply looking all over the internet trying to track down a piece of cake that they misplaced and so they just keep popping into <laughs> they just keep popping into reviews and it's like old <laughs> navy cargo shorts nope this is also not my piece of cake goodbye <laughs> this person gave uh the game a 10 out of 10 and they said i am not worthy of rating this game okay bud Whoa. it's a board game let's pump the brakes a little bit i feel this guy <laughs> it's a little far isn't it i mean this guy like set up a throne in his living room and he keeps his go board on it and he's and he walks by and he says stuff like is there anything you desire from me my liege <laughs> yeah really i mean uh well and they did rate it a 10 out of 10 so i mean i mean they you, love this I'm, I'm a little bit i'm a little bit worried about this person uh yeah are they uh they're, they're being held hostage by a game of go in their house they're just like, yeah I'm not right yeah yeah i'm not worthy this is the best thing in the world i'm totally safe and healthy this person gave it a 10 out of 10 they said this is a simple game yet contains almost everything in life. I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and just rattle oh, off three what? things right off the dome that aren't in this game, Andrew. Let's go with cake. Let's go with a basketball. <laughs> let's go with Kermit the Frog. I mean, I could just keep going here, Andrew. There's there The fact that this person said that it contains almost everything in life. I guess they gave themselves an out with almost, but uh I got to say. Well, you just named the three things that are not in it. I mean, All right. I'm well, those are the main three things. You know what I mean? That's, uh, <laughs> the main three. Those are those the, are the my, obvious ones. The main four parts of my, of my society are cake, basketball, Kermit the Frog, and go strategy. Right. <laughs> right. Those are your four uh, arts, your four pillars of art. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> This person gave the game of Go a 10 out of 10, and they said, best game ever, fuck off. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> I'm sold. really just... I mean, that level yeah, of passion I mean... says a lot for me, honestly. <laughs> it's <laughs> that's... that's one of the best reviews of a game I've ever heard. It's just somebody who is... They're all in. That's very passionate. chess break you cannot pass go you must go directly to chess break andrew all right um, i'm here i'm ready to go to chess break all right i'm and, gonna bring uh, it to you serving it up fresh and hot because it's my move andrew it is your move in our ongoing chess game that we always play one move on each show so hit me with it my move for this one is gonna be my bishop on c4 to e6 that's right andrew i captured your yep. bishop with my bishop so what? Why don't you go ahead and you can re you can resign now if you want. You have that option at any time. Oh my, <laughs> my whole life is turned upside down here by this one. Um, I know, I know, and it's so gonna this, be upside down is... for a little bit longer because, quite frankly, we don't have time for your move, Andrew. The first capture in this game, and I can't even make my move now. All right, well, I guess <laughs> I'll just have to wait till next time. <laughs> Dims the brakes. Hey, is your phone vibrating? Or are you just happy to see me? Oh no, actually, oh, it's a it's an acquaintance call in. Acquaintance call in. Yeah, it's acquaintance call in, and I think we have on the line. We're honored to have on the line, Michaela, aka Incente. Michaela, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. Wow. Welcome to the show. So good to see you. Thank absolutely, you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you. Thanks for doing it. For those of you who uh, who don't know, we found Michaela from uh, from YouTube, her channel, Incente. Uh, we'll talk more about it later, but it's all about 
uh, play and go, really. <laughs> yeah, ac- exactly. Um, spreading the popularity of Go and teaching the game of Go. Uh, so it's a real pleasure to have you tuning in and kind of sharing your thoughts about the game with us, Michaela. Uh, before we go any further, this is acquaintance call, and so just for our legal department, we got to ask you. We we got to make sure we are acquaintances, right? We've never, we're not friends. Correct, correct. I think I get booted off automatically if I become a friend, right? Because of the things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so watch it, you know what I mean? Make sure nobody on this call (laughs) has warm feelings towards each other by the end of this, okay? So I'm going to be watching you guys, (laughs) uh, you know what I mean? Cold as ice. (laughs) Exactly. Got to keep it professional. Uh, No friendship. So, Michaela, how long have you been playing Go? Yeah. Um, wow. So I've been playing Go. The first time I tried playing Go, let's say, was probably when I was 16. So it was about 10 years ago. Nice. Back cool. then, the only resources I had was the Yahoo Go server. Whoa. And that's it. <laughs> I very quickly stopped playing because I had no idea what I was doing. Yes, yes, um, yes. Uh, I had a similar story, but mine was the Ask Jeeves Go server. No, <laughs> There was one on Jeeves. No. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. That was, that was yeah. right next to uh, that was right next to Minesweeper and uh, yeah. Hearts. You know all that stuff. Yeah. I like sure. wouldn't doubt it. But these days, uh, Bing Bing has the rights to the Ask Jeeves uh, Go server, <laughs> so they're just sitting on it for now, trying to figure out how to <laughs> revamp it. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that was a time that I really got very kind of frustrated with it. There was no one to talk to really, so I mm-hmm. I kind of just stopped, and then. When I got older, uh, so this was probably four years ago, um, I had started to look at the game again because I'd watched one of the animes that had Go in it, and I was like, Mm -hmm. I want to try playing again. So there are way more resources. I found more servers, um, and I just started playing. And that's actually when the channel came about because I thought I would make like a vlog of me like relearning again um, to share it with. So, yeah. Yeah, and that was real helpful with Andrew and I. I mean, we uh, we really kind of have to kind of get in quick and like dip our toe into a game kind of with with our setup. And so I know when we were first looking into this game and and trying to learn more about it, um, immediately some of your videos came up, and it was just super helpful to have a friendly face who also was taking kind of like a very laid back educational approach, basically to be like, mm-hmm. um, I- I'm not like uh on a podium i'm just a person like you and i'm always learning as well and so that helped me as somebody who was mm. just starting out learning the game too so that was super helpful yeah yeah a lot of the videos online are like for people up here and i'm like well i need i need something a little bit <laughs> a yeah little bit. that's true for any game though i mean really but especially go yeah oh, yeah sure. andrew's camera can't kind of show how low he needs the the videos to be for him <laughs> he'd have to he'd have to tilt that camera down a little bit for you to see it yeah but, uh... all the way on the floor so do you play so do you mostly play go um online then or have you ever do you ever play in person like in tournaments or anything like that um yeah so i mostly play online i have a discord community with my patrons that mm-hmm. we sort of play on and i try to play online when i can um pre-pandemic uh (laughs) bp i guess before pandemic um, i i uh i did play occasionally at like the boston go center it was only like 10 to 15 people that would come every week in the library but it was really fun it was really cute um that's kind of a big yearly tournament yeah yeah it's pretty good that's good yeah yeah go is just i 
that's what I love so much about the game is it's it's just such a genuine and wholesome community because there's we're so scattered. Having yeah. just ten people in a club is like we did it. Like yes. this yeah. is great. Like we have a crowd here right now. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I hear that from a lot of people who are one of their main I, I guess criticism of the game essentially is just like, I want somebody to play with and I don't have anybody to play with. You know what I mean? Like I'd, I'd love to have a, 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 a lot of people when I was like uh, reading reviews of the game, essentially um, a lot of people were like, if I only had somebody I was really close to who I could like play every day, I'd be in heaven. And, uh, and you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So it was, um, it wasn't even like a criticism of the game. It was just kind of like, um, I guess a little bit of sadness that they, didn't have a constant go partner basically yeah 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 so some so a lot of people out there listening are probably just starting playing go like us uh do you have any advice for getting into the because i gotta tell you the first time i played the game i thought oh this is easy there's like no rules so you just put stuff down and immediately i got destroyed by the easiest bot mm. that i was playing out there <laughs> that's what makes it hard it's yeah. and that's what makes it so fascinating i think is because the strategies are not rules they're mm. they they come out organically from the lack of rules i guess it's it's yeah. very much you feel like you're you're looking at a very fundamental like behavior of how games work when you play this game because it's so free mm -hmm. um but i think that the best thing for beginners to do is is honestly to try to there's two ways. I think from a strategic perspective, I think the best thing to do is really just to play without boundaries and no limits, just try to get a feel for the game. Mm -hmm. um, and recognize that the game is less about making points and more about building groups. So I always like to say mm -hmm. that Go is like Starcraft meets chess. Um, uh. It's 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 like a very you build your groups and you create your your armies in real time and how strong you make them decides how well they can attack and then decides how much territory you get at the end because of how strong the group is. And so I would try to look a lot at staying connected and mm -hmm. and using your stones to work together um, and not thinking of them as isolated points, but more as like a force that you're trying to build. Starcraft meets chess. I love that. I, I yeah. think my problem was that I used to play Warcraft as a kid. I never played Starcraft, so that's probably that's kind of that's kind of the root it. of a lot of Andrew's problems. Uh, comes up a lot that he used to. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. Um. Sorry. No. Warcraft guys kicking down my door, coming to coming to take me away. You guys are gonna see me get kidnapped by Warcraft guys on live on camera right now. Um, <laughs> no, but um, I, I feel like I, I've seen that in your videos specifically, Instant Day. Like I, I especially as a beginner when I see it, I think like why did she maybe give up like this piece? Because um, mm -hmm. to me, I'm like, eh, every piece is valuable. But I, I can, by the, you know, two minutes later, I see what you're doing. I'm like, oh, she's, she's trying to build a larger, you know, wall or territory. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And it's in the long run, it's going to be uh, much more beneficial to do that. And so it's, um, it is very interesting to, yeah. like, you, like you said, zoom out essentially. Like, don't be worried about yeah. a, a piece. You know what I mean? Think about making those groups. Right. And, and like nine by nine is a great place to start because you learn the fundamentals of how the stones fit together, of capturing, um, is very close quarters, very crunched. And then once you get those fundamentals of fighting and how to make a living group and stuff down, mm -hmm. then you can take it to 19 by 19 and zoom out. And then it becomes like a game of risk where it's just 
a landscape that you're trying to take control over. Pete and I have actually been playing a lot of 13 by 13. Do you see that a lot? Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> the, the middle, middle one. one. I actually skipped over 13 by 13 when I was moving up. <laughs> but that's definitely nice if you want to take a slower progression, for sure. Some yeah. just want to jump right into it. And I think it's mostly time with us. It's like it's like just trying to find a quicker game, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like that with that giant game, it could take... Yeah. It could take a while. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, also, part of part of our problem with Go, I think, is that we just are not sure when it's when the game's over. It's like, uh, are we done here? We got to talk about. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, and we don't know enough about um, the end game essentially yet to the point where we can see, like, we can like stop early and be like, I think we're good. You know what I mean? Like, I mm-hmm. think uh, we're still at yeah. the point where we play it to we literally have no more moves, and then we're like, all right, let's figure out what right. we just did essentially. And that's good. And that sense of exploration is like, is what makes it interesting, right? And then like, as you get better, you'll learn like, oh, this group's dead. Like, I'm not going to try to save this thing. I'm not going to worry about it. It's gone. And then you get to the point where you see that ahead of time. And you're like, I'm not even going to try to save it. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to like use this as a sacrifice and build around it. So it's mm-hmm. a process of unlearning and relearning as you get better at the game all the time. You must yeah. unlearn what you have learned, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yoda uh, who, right who said that? Is that <laughs> is that a Yoda? That's Yoda. That's Yoda right there. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, of course, Yoda. Sorry. Every sorry, I'm a nerd. Comes, you know. Yeah, everything that comes out of this guy's mouth is Yoda. Uh, he's a big Yoda stan, you know. Um, Yoda be good at go. Uh, Yoda you know? would be good. Oh wow, that's a whole topic we could get now, into. Now hold on. Okay, like I said, we can't become friends here, folks. So we got to stop talking about how Yoda would be good at go because we're getting into dangerous territory here. Clinical. I'm sure he was playing Go in that little hut in the in the swamp. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Watch it, Andrew. It just, Watch it. <laughs> just pan over. He was over. He was playing it. Stop making fan fiction about what Yoda does in his hut. We're getting <laughs> we're getting too close to friendship over here. Um, Michaela, you were talking about um, linking the groups together, and you specifically started to highlight uh, one of the major concepts of Go, like life and death, a living group and a dead group, and everything like that. Mm. And uh, I. I I don't know about either of you two, uh, but when I when I when Andrew and I are playing, and then we start making eyes for these organisms on the board, uh, my mind always you mentioned StarCraft, but my mind always goes to like like RPG like JRPGs like turn-based things essentially like a, in the mm. Final Fantasy vein because I always think of the slime enemies because I these things these organisms kind of like form together and then they form eyes. And uh, and so every time I I get an organism that has a couple of eyes in it, I'm always like, look at this little, you know, slime monster that's coming together kind of thing. And I guess I just wanted to ask, is that weird? Is that does that freak anybody out? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Am I a weirdo for that? That's not weird at all. That is that's not weird at all. It's perfectly normal to anthropomorphize the groups, Good. and just some are some are adorable, some are huge and intimidating, some are regrettable. Yes. <laughs> yes. So do you ever and, you do know. you ever purposely try and make your shapes look like you know certain things like a little bunny rabbit or something like that? Sonic the Hedgehog or something. <laughs> I've tried once that did not go over well. So. I <laughs> yeah. Just trying to spell out messages on the Go board. Yeah, <laughs> that's next level. It's like subliminal messaging. Yes, psych your opponent out. That would be words. a real flex, right? Like if you win, but you also spell something out. That would be. I think that would happen if you played either of us. You could you could just have a have a field day with that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> when I play weaker players, I try to intentionally tie the game. When I play oh. teaching games with weaker players, that helps me not overwhelm them, and also I can yes. work on my counting. 
and it gives yeah. me like something extra to try to work for yeah i mean that's a that's crazy amount of control essentially being able to be like i can i can hit it's like shooting an arrow it's like i can hit this target interesting hmm. that's very gracious of you too uh <laughs> yeah kind of leads me to, <laughs> yes do you have that kind of leads me to the next question do you have any friends who you uh play go with that just i guess not but i was gonna say do does anybody play with you who just refuses to play with you because it's just way too intense <laughs> i i'm not a very i think i'm not intimidating enough of a person I think like a lot of my friends like I'm very welcoming like I try to be like how many stones do you want like I try to tie the game like uh, my whole thing is trying to make it as fun for new players to play as possible um yeah so I don't I think I have that problem but I think that if someone just saw me on YouTube for example and they go into my discord and they meet me for the first time they might be like a little intimidated they're just like I don't think I'm good enough to play I'm like I built my channel off of being bad at the game it's right. okay. Like I can. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. You've got the creds. Right. Yeah. 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 Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I should start doing that with my three-year-old. Yeah. Uh, so yes. I don't start keep mercilessly beating my three-year-old at this game just just for my own ego. Yeah. <laughs> I should start doing that. <laughs> Is there such a thing as too much go? Do you have to? Uh, obviously, you've got a whole YouTube channel devoted to it. Like, do you ever have to tell yourself? Um, I got to stop for the day or something like that. Or like, uh, just tell yourself, you know, Hey, I gotta, I have to, you know, shower today. I have to, you know, go to, <laughs> I have to go to the grocery store. I can't, I can't play another person in my discord and go. Very, very much so. Mm -hmm. Actually, um, I've been sort of thinking about this, I think in the go community in general is that the game can be so enveloping and complicated. Um, we can get lost in it if we're not careful. And there's been quite a few times I've actually had to take a very long break from my channel because I was burning myself out trying to make content, play games, get better on my own. And it, it's hard enough to get better at the game at my level on my own, let alone have that time to teach others and make content. And it's it's so much. So I, I'm actually, I've, I've just come back a few months ago to my channel and I'm really mm -hmm. working on making my relationship with the game more sustainable so that I can I can keep, keep playing and keep having fun. Um, one of the, the key strategies in Go is always try to manage your groups right. And you don't want to make too many groups all over the board because they'll all be weak and you won't be able to tend to all of them enough, well enough. Mm -hmm. And I sometimes find that I, we do that in our own lives where we have so many things we're doing, we can't possibly complete all of them and then one of them dies. So <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a good lesson to take into the life. Whoa. Yeah. That is actually, because I've seen deep. these people. What, very deep. Yeah, what, is... what, did Yoda say that? Uh, just bringing it back to Yoda. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that's pretty deep. Did Yoda say that? <laughs> <laughs> now, I've seen these people. Um, I, I, I watched, uh, I'm sure you've seen the AlphaGo uh, movie. Uh, and a lot of people on there, these professional Go players are saying, like, Go is life and all this stuff. And uh, I guess that's a great example of, of one of the reasons why Go could be like life. Um so I assume you saw that, right, with the with AlphaGo, uh, Michaela? Yeah, that was crazy. That was one of the craziest things that shook the Go world that I've seen. It was yeah. wonderful. So here's my question about AlphaGo. Obviously, for like you were saying earlier, um, it it doesn't have direct strategies in the same way that maybe some other abstract games like chess does, um, and it's really a more of a reflection of how our mind reacts to how our opponent acts basically and so that was i think one of the problems that computers were having for a little while of kind of get wrapping their 
head around go. That's not the right <laughs> word, but you know what I'm saying. Um, and then, of course, we kind of had a breakthrough not too long ago where a computer was finally able to beat a human player and since then has been developing its own strategies, essentially. Uh, my main question is, should we have done that? Because uh, if... Uh, an AI was having a little bit of a stumbling block <laughs> learning Go, and then we suddenly broke down a, yet another barrier for computers. Are we just going to end up, aren't we one step closer to getting enslaved by computers is my question, Michaela. Uh, if we, it was like we had one, we had one, one little shred of defense against being um, against our computer overlords, our eventual oh, computer it? overlords. It was mm -hmm. the last stronghold. Mm -hmm. And then we taught it go. <laughs> yeah. It was having trouble and we helped it. It's like, come on, what are we doing? You know? <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Was um, it smart? I, I, okay. So I will preface this by saying I'm a total techie. I love technology. Like mm -hmm. I would plug myself in to an I Android. So oh, so hard. you're on like, their side. Alarm, okay. Well, no, just kidding. Like, <laughs> we we kind of are too. You would love <laughs> Android Netrunner then. That's it. Oh, that's another yeah. game. We we'll covered that. Like it's that another game. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I will say, <laughs> but I will say though, that I think that, um, there is, it's been, has had a huge effect on the game. And I think some ways a little bit less desirable, like in some ways, I think it's a little bit regrettable that, that the machines were able to, to break into the go world like this, because what we're seeing now is we're seeing a lot of strategies, um, whereas before, Go was a very creative landscape mm. where you'd see different professionals with really different styles. And when you knew the game, it's like, oh, this professional's like really calculating and this one's really wild and this one's really solid and stern and like all these beautiful personalities. But now that the AI kind of solved it, to lack of a better word, mm -hmm. we kind mm -hmm. of see a lot of the strategies being distilled down into like a computer dictated meta. And and it's a lot of like, oh, what's the right move? Mm -hmm. And there's only one option now. Instead yeah. of there's a few right moves we can do based on what you prefer. Right. Um, Leave it to humans to miss the point completely, right? As soon as, <laughs> yeah, as exactly. soon as computers solve it, we go, oh, okay, we'll just do what they're doing. It's like, what do you, what? Right. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> right. And it gets harder because we don't, we only know the first 10 moves or so of what the computer was thinking when they suggested the move. Right. So we don't know the master plan they were going to have. And a lot of times we see a 99% win rate and that translates to a three and a half point win. And if you were to make a mistake in the end game, that's your lead gone. Like then you lose the game. So it's like, it's not, right. a, it's not sure. And so I've been trying to figure out how best to use computers with this whole new thing. And I'm, I'm trying to figure it out, but it's yes. been challenging. Someday we'll all be enslaved by them, so it won't matter anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, well, you know, I'm. Let's roll out the red carpet here. What What else can we teach them? Candyland? No, I don't. I'm sure they already know how to play Candyland pretty well. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. and Michaela, I know that you also have a, um, a specifically a science and technology channel right now on YouTube too, right? So if people are more interested mm. in specifically that science angle and the technology angle that you're speaking of, they should probably check that one out as well. Um, sorry, just plugging. Yeah, yeah. Just plugging away. I, I do, I do tinker on there. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm doing, I'm doing a lot of that. I do tinker a little bit on there. Um, I'm actually starting to a, a climate change uh, nonprofit that I hope to be oh, running soon. Cool. Um, wow. On online, it's called State of the State of the Climate dot org, and cool. I'm hoping to try to get that going as like sort of my passion. It's been my passion project for such a long time, but yeah. So that's Very that's cool. another way I'm trying to do my science and. Yeah. And tickle that. Yeah. Wow. 
Uh, yeah. Got all kinds of stuff going on. Truly a fascinating <laughs> life. Truly fascinating. Yeah, I mean, Andrew <laughs> and I are just, you can see by our houses that Andrew and I are just sitting in here <laughs> doing nothing, essentially. <laughs> oh, no, it's not as glamorous as it seems. It's, yeah. it's one of those, like, I have 50 groups I'm trying to take care of at once, and then every, and then I get panic attacks every other, no, I'm just kidding. But, like, I, well, I know what you mean, yeah. Gotta take breaks and take care of yourself. She's working on fixing the climate. I'm just trying to organize my closet, and <laughs> Pete's trying to do his dishes back there. But, yeah. <laughs> well, who's the one that doesn't have their dishes done? It's me. So who's the real loser? <laughs> you're just saving water, saving, saving water, saving. Yeah, the yeah your your dish group is has only one eye. It's a it's yeah. <laughs> it's a dead it's a dead group for sure. You're gonna have to remove it at the end of the at the end of the game. That's for sure. <laughs> So obviously, um, Go is, I, I would assume you would say your favorite game, but do you have maybe like um, a number two or a number three or just um, <laughs> a, a one or two other games that just come off the top of your head as something that yeah. uh, that you enjoy playing as well? Yeah, yeah. So I'm actually, I'm a big Magic the Gathering fan. Oh. I, I do really like, I do really like that game a lot. Cool. Um, That's cool. As of this time, we haven't covered Magic on the podcast yet. Have yeah. you ever played uh, Net? Have you ever played what is it called? Netrunner, Android Netrunner, or Android Netrunner? We, we referenced it a little no, bit earlier, but um, it, the the Richard Garfield, the creator of Magic, w had a big hand in the development of of, of that game, and it, it is similar. It's a living card game. Um, that you might dig because it, it is in the cyberpunk setting, but it's almost like magic in the cyberpunk setting. Ooh. And uh, yeah. plugging computers in their brains. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that sounds cool. That sounds right up my alley, actually. I think it <laughs> is. I think it, it out, is. Yeah. Check it out. We enjoyed that one. And, yeah. and we also, um, man, we, we really enjoyed Go. We Like I said, we, we've just recently were even introduced to it um but it, it it we immediately clicked with us so um mm. I'm, I'm so glad that there are people like you out there who uh, take new folks under their wing and, and kind of and keep the community not only positive but also um open you know and grounded mm. i would say um so thanks yeah <laughs> well thank you it's it's really the excitement of teaching everyone that 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 really makes this so rewarding i the go community is one of my favorite online communities i've ever been part of um cool. and if you guys ever want a game hit me up yeah uh, <laughs> you know we we, we might it's we um andrew uh usually he's got a kid so he only usually finds like 20 minutes here and there but i wouldn't be surprised mm -hmm. if he you get a message from him and it says like Hey, my child's asleep. Can we, you know what I mean? Can we, can we throw the stones <laughs> down or something really like quick. that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that hasn't happened before. No, not at all. <laughs> so, Michaela, tell us a little bit about your YouTube channel. We, I mean, we mentioned it, but tell us a little bit about where, where mm -hmm. can people find you? What kinds of things do yeah. you do on your channel? Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, my channel name is Incente. Uh, Sente spelled S E N T E. And it's, it's a concept in Go. Oh, sorry. I wanted to ask you, what does yeah. incente mean? Yeah, I know I, could, um, I know I could Google it, but I'm asking you. <laughs> incente, uh, so when you play a move incente, it's a forcing move your opponent has to respond to. Hmm. So when you're taking sente, you're taking the initiative. It's um, like you're in charge. Yeah, so I, it felt like it rolled off the tongue, and so it's it was a good pun fodder, too, so that's where I started the mm, channel. Nice. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so you can find me on YouTube. That's, that's usually where I... I post my content. I also stream on Twitch uh, at Go Incente, all one word, G-O-I-N-S-E-N-T-E. 
Um, and if anybody is looking for more instruction, one-on-one -on -one instruction, um, my Patreon is linked to all those accounts, and I do have a private Discord server. Uh, for like a couple bucks a month, you get access, and I have like a small community where we teach and play tournaments and ha discuss the game, and there's a bunch of channels, and it's a really great time. So that's like my way of trying to build that community to get people excited and have connection with other people when they play. Very nice. Awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Um, Spre spreading the good news of Go out there. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, Michaela, thanks so much again for joining us. It was a real pleasure to talk to you, and uh, we'll be keeping our eyes on those, those, those videos that are yet to come as we try to uh, get better ourselves. And um, uh, I'm sure uh, anybody listening to this right here is going to look you up, and we'll, we'll all, we'll all uh, be uh, looking towards the future, looking for what comes next. Yes, thank you so much. You definitely helped us learn to play Go better, and uh, mm -hmm. just reading your comments seems like you helped a lot of other people play Go, so I think you're a real real inspiration for a lot of people out there, so yes. good job on you. Thanks for joining us. Thank Very you cool. so much. Thank Check you, Michaela. Incente, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Hey, Andrew, did my uh, invitation come in the mail? Invitation to what? Uh, to this <laughs> segment, Life of the Party. <laughs> Life of the party. Oh, oh, yes, yes. Life of the party, this segment. Thank you for inviting me back to this segment Thanks and welcome. of our podcast. Uh, we're going to talk about, of course, uh, how to turn the game of Go into a party game. Um, That's right. We know that none of you um, uh, said uh, uh, people who only have one friend listening to this podcast are even ever going to go to a party uh if you're anything like yeah, us that's true but let's say you did end up at a party and you <laughs> can't get go off your mind how do you turn this two-player board game into a big old party game what do you think andrew well okay so my first idea uh you need at least this needs to be a big raging party because you need i did the math you need 361 people to play this game okay Ooh boy uh what which is apparently, if you do 19 by 19, that's how many spaces are on the go board, right? So All right. you're going to have to throw a real rager then. Everybody gets one stone, and then they all gather around the go board, all 361 of them, and then at the same time, they all place their stone down on the board, and then you just count up who wins. You know? Simple <laughs> as that. So every single place is taken, <laughs> and you see who gets captured, basically. Yeah. Uh, do they do yep. it uh, randomly? Yeah, maybe like everybody covers their eyes and does it? That's interesting. Yeah, it's yeah, okay. probably a big mess, but you know, I don't. I don't know if you can. One people, Andrew. Wow. Yeah. Do you know how many bags I mean, of Fritos that is, Andrew? <laughs> I hope it's worth it. Uh, that's at least a thousand bags of Frito, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Uh, it would be because uh, you can't just have one bag of Fritos per person. Uh, no, no. <laughs> that's my. This is my kind of party, actually. I, I've been to parties and all I do is sit in the corner and eat Fritos. I mean, right? That's what you're supposed to do, right? <laughs> It's funny. I don't. I don't know why we don't get invited to more. <laughs> Weird. Here's my idea, Andrew. Uh, you know how at every single party there are people that you do want to be around, and then people that you do not want to be around. Uh, yeah. I okay. think I know what it's like to be one of those people. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. And let's go ahead and separate those guests into those two groups, and then uh -huh. the people that you do not want to be around have to gradually surround you. 
And if you see it coming, you move. But if they do it sneakily enough, and then before you know it, you look around and it's all these people that you do not want to talk to, and they're all around you. Um, Actually, I didn't think through to the end what happens, but... uh, they get to kill Ooh. you, I guess, is the bottom line. I can't <laughs> I think of any. I can't. I that mean, you've, already made, it, you've already made it clear that you that you hate them, that you dislike them very much. So I don't know what else they would want out of the whole deal. Maybe, uh, maybe they give you a wedgie. And every, <laughs> right. Maybe everybody gets a chance to wedgie you, uh, who wow, who's surrounding game. you, and and so you know you got to be careful. That could become a med- medical problem. Um, <laughs> Andrew, all this okay. talk is getting me hungry, and Whoa. I'm trying to think. Can I get a snack pairing? Snack pairings. All right, Andrew, tell me what you think would pair best with this game snack-wise. What's, yeah, you what, always got to have some snacks when you're playing playing a game. So I'm going to go ahead and... Uh, Right next, on the other side of the board, I'm going to place a nice little bowl of M&M's right there. Oh, um, yes, of course. Yep. M&M's, probably... the Mars company, who, of course, stole the shape for their candy from the popular Chinese game Go. <laughs> <laughs> but they made it in color. You know, it's like when the color TV came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it went from black and white to um, red and yellow. Yellow, yeah, right. yellow guy, yellow M&Ms, so much better than red. It's insane. Oh, I know, right? They Don't get me started on red M&M, difference. but that's, he's a total men's rights activist. You can just tell. <laughs> How do you feel about the orange one, though? Orange it's is like great. Like the pretzel one? Orange is orange great. Orange is great? Yeah, very chill. Okay. Orange is great. Okay. And blue is the uh, the one who's uh, big thirst trap is the blue one? Uh, I think blue is great too. I can't really think. I can't remember a lot about blue. I I know green. Obviously, everyone's a pervert for green. But uh, and brown is great. And I think brown and green are in a relationship, which I think rocks. Um, oh, is that right? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did not know that. And uh, and that's my thoughts on all the M and M's. I think. Did we leave any of them out? I don't know. So this has been Eminem thoughts. Uh... Plus, the brown Eminem uh, is used on the front of the fudge. Brownie M and M's, uh, and those Wait. things kick <laughs> butt, baby. Oh wow! I did not even know these existed. This is how long it's been since I've had M and M's. Oh, um, you're way behind, Andrew. It's they're going they're going nuts with some of these things, and honestly, some of them, some of them are sick, and some I'm of them calling not up, so much. I'm calling up uh, I'm calling up Instacart right now and ordering a, a, yeah. a giant crate of uh, M and M's. Okay, here's what you got to do. Yeah, the fudge brownie ones are great. Um, obviously okay. the pretzel ones are great. Obviously peanut is reign supreme. Um, they they just released unless you have a, an allergy, then it doesn't. What's up? Unless you have an allergy, then you know you yeah just get tough luck. Out of here. Well, then you die doing what you love is what I say. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Go down a hero. <laughs> I got one okay. more snack pairing here. Uh, I think we could go with a little, uh, you know, a little wine and uh, some painkillers, you know, because um, okay, because wow. when I saw the movie, when I saw the movie Knives Out, um, they're playing go, drinking wine and uh, and taking painkillers. Oh, getting messed uh, up. I see, I see, I see. Well, well, not I don't want to ruin the plot, but uh, ac- accidentally mixing up the wrong kind of painkillers, I'd say. Oh, interesting. Um, it's a murder mis- murder mystery game, uh, movie, right? So. Huh. Interesting. After you're done, after you're done playing Go, maybe you could, uh, you know, 
murder somebody and then try and figure out who did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> just flip, just flip the instruction manual over, and it'll have uh, all the directions for how to solve a murder. <laughs> Andrew, in terms of snacks, I'd say you could, you could, of course, go with the classic nonpareils. Um, because let's face it, baby, nonpareils uh-huh. are essentially themselves miniature go boards. Think about it, Andrew. It is Whoa. a dark chocolate disc upon which they yes. put tiny white beads of who knows what. Honestly, I have no- sugar, I guess. But uh, you could, it would, if you told me it was eggshell or porcelain i would believe you as well i have no idea what those things are i think they're sugar but they're hard and shiny grab a magnifying glass and zoom in and and count up all the territories baby this is turning into like goception here it's like you could you could use those as the stones mm-hmm. and you're playing with them on the go board but on them mm-hmm. is a miniature go board mm-hmm. and then who knows what else? It, yeah, it could be more on there. Wow, That's what I'm saying to you. Grab a grab a pair of yeah. tweezers and and get to it. Hold on, I gotta I gotta grab my little uh, toy top here and spin it real quick. I just gotta check something. <clears throat> and here's another option for you if you're not going with candy specifically. Maybe you want to get a little bit healthier. Let's go with, mm, of course. That's that's stretching. Gogurt is an option. And, oh. Um, because now <laughs> listen. Not only does it share mm. half of its name with the game of Go, and, it is the, also, and the game of Gert you as well. Oftentimes, see, yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah, not forget about we Gert. That's well, next next episode, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. You know, give it away, Andrew. Uh, I wanted to keep it a right. secret for the for the fans. But next episode, we are going to be playing Gert. Um, <laughs> Uh, now, <laughs> one of my Andrew, favorites. oftentimes you see somebody skateboarding by while they're drinking out of their your go-gurt container. But see, here's my question. What if you want yeah. yogurt, but you still need one hand free to place your go stones? Huh? Yes. How about that? What do you reach for? Wow. What's the answer? It's right in front of your face the whole time, Andrew. It's go-gurt, baby. It's Gert. Oh, Go-Gert, yes, is what I was going to well, say. Well, it's yes. specifically the Go version of Gert, so is what I'm oh, saying. Oh, got it. Yeah, that, that Go-Gert smells really good. Uh, I hope I don't attract any bears. <laughs> oh, no. It's a bear attack. Bear attack. Let's say you're just playing a friendly game of Go in the woods and some bear starts chasing you. Pete... What part of go are you going to go with and throw it at the bear? What am I going to do to get rid of this bear? What am I going to throw at it? What part of the game? All right, Andrew, yes. fine. If there aren't it, too many you parts know, here. If you're going to squeeze it out of me with all yeah. your questioning, then fine. What I say is, the you mentioned before the jars uh, or pots that you traditionally store the go stones in if you have like a really yes. nice set what i'm yes. thinking is you gotta throw those at the bear because the bear might instinctively see a jar and be like is there honey in there you know what ah. i mean it's a typical winnie the pooh situation yes. uh and and specifically it's honey that's spelled h-u-n-n-y and what i'm gonna do yeah. is write on uh, just in case in advance on my go set, I'm going to write H-U-N-N-Y on the pots 
that the ghost stones are stored in because you never know if the if that if a bear attacks me ever i gotta be ready and he's gonna be like um i want some of that sweet stuff let me get my snout in there know what i mean yes yes i agree with you i think that's a great great strategy um in fact, I had a very similar strategy written down here. Uh, whenever I play Go out in the wilderness, I'm going to take those little bowls, and I'm just going to be constantly making sure that I have a nice wet layer of uh, <clears throat> of crazy glue right around the edges of them, okay? Uh, right around the rim of those bowls. And uh, so the whole time I'm just making sure that it's still, you know, wet. And then uh, if a bear comes up, I have really good aim. So I'm just going to throw both of them at the same time right at the bear's eyes, so they're going to stick on like big bug eyes, you know? Okay. And just stay stuck on there, so the bear can't see where I am, and then I can just like you know. Run Interesting. Away. It's kind this of, is a kind very, of like blinders. This is yeah. an elaborate uh, Kevin from Home Alone type situation that you've that you've devised here. And honestly, Andrew, yeah. I didn't think it was possible to 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 turn me on to the bear side. But if you're telling me that you are going to super glue two go pots <laughs> to these bears' eyes, I do have to say that I am going to turn you in for war crimes to the Hague. Uh, uh, I so mean, you're saying you Jiminy, sympathize with Jiminy Christmas, Andrew? I mean, you just say, throw the pots at him. You don't have to. You don't have to end his vision for the rest of his life. Oh no, that's not gonna. That's not gonna do anything. It's gonna stop him for like two seconds. Are you saying that you sympathize with the uh, the burglars in Home Alone? Is that what you're saying? Like you saying yeah, that guy did I'm not deserve wet an iron guy. on My the forehead? My parents were wet bandits, Andrew. What do you have a problem with it? <laughs> Going off on you for. <laughs> <laughs> this country was built on the values of wet bandits. Are you, are you telling me that? Uh... <laughs> no, 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 no. This is this is a land of <laughs> this is a land of law and order. You need irons. Uh, little kids defending their houses with marbles and hot irons. And uh... <laughs> and uh, yeah, they they deserved it. Okay, they deserved every every second of it. What I'm trying to say, talk. Andrew, is that if Kevin from Home Alone had simply placed the no trespassing private property sign on his garage <laughs> he would have never had this problem the wet bandits would have pulled up and immediately been like all right well i didn't realize they i didn't they got us let's move on to the next one. Oh, what a what a callback that was nice that's a perfect way to uh thank you that's a perfect Andrew. way to kind of kind of tie up this uh this show whoa except we got we got a little bit of business to take care of here at the end uh, oh what do you mean andrew you might you got something that you got something you still got to ask me yeah we got we got the little business end of this uh show here we got to ask you you know two could play this game but should they Two could play this game, but should they? Two could play this game, but should they? How sure are we, Andrew, that two people should play this game from zero to 100%? Put a number on it. Okay. Okay. I think I will put a number on it. Um, you know, as I've been saying before, we are not good at this game. I'm definitely not good at this game. But as we started playing this game, I was frustrated. I thought, man, this game is really hard. It's it's not. But then I started to notice a few little patterns, started to pick up a few little things. I'm not saying that I got good at it at all, but I could see myself getting better at it. And uh, I also, I'm, I don't, it's not my favorite game ever, but the question is, should people play this game? And I think, I think, yes, people should play. I think everybody should play this game at some yeah, point in their lives yeah. because it's, it's humbling, but it's also, uh, 
I, I don't know. It's just something about this game. I, I just love it. So um, I'm going to go ahead and say I am 98% sure that two How people should play this game. Baby. <clears throat> that, that's your that highest score That is my highest ever, ranking. Right? Yeah. Yep, that's right. That's right. That's I went great. there. Well, Andrew, um, I, I, I love this game, too. I mean, I, I, I've been thinking about it ever since we started playing it. So um, I, yeah. I, I'm, uh, I'm, it's, it's really, it got, it got its hooks in me. I'm going to say I'm 92% sure uh, no. that two people should play this game. So I, I'm right up there with you in terms of it. It's not it's my highest big. ranked uh, game in terms of that percentage, but it's it's up there, man. And, and I agree with you that people definitely should play this thing uh, there's there's all sorts of things i really like about it even even so far even though we're, we're 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 still new to it you know i think that it's not prone to the same move paralysis as some other uh, abstract games because there yeah. are just are as we discussed there's so many available moves that you can take you can go in all sorts of different directions and you can just hop into it. i think you just feel a little bit more free to hop into a move honestly most of the time and also i i kind of love the freedom of uh, looking ahead, seeing a part of the board that you're working on, and 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 being like, wait, you know what? I don't think I should even be here anymore because I, I my opponent already has done X, Y, and Z. I'm gonna go over here instead. You know what I mean? So yes. you got a, you got a ton of options in terms of moves to take. Um, and if you ever feel like maybe you're frustrated about one section of the board, you just go to another section of the board, start working on that. So. Um, I, I don't know. I, I find that very freeing. Um, it, it also seems like it's less dependent on memorizing like scenarios. Um, yeah. In the way that there are in chess, like every little every little scenario has like a name. You know what I mean? Um, it, yes. Like it's, it's, right. This is the Johnson diagonal or whatever. You know what I mean? And it's <laughs> right. Like, um, right. Don't, because, get, don't even get me started on the Johnson diagonal. Okay. That's yeah. A real you know problem. what I'm saying? Um, and uh, don't get my wife started on the old Johnson diagonal. That's now, right. Um, my, and that my wife can tell you all about to, that Johnson diagonal. <laughs> that points back to what we um, the Johnson diagonal about. points back to it. Okay. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey now, um, uh huh, uh huh. Pulling Sorry. on my pulling on my collar over here, sweating. Um, it, it it points back to I think what we were talking about, where like there's uh, there's just mathematically less moves in chess than there are technically in in yeah. uh, in in go so it's like a lot of those things are really hammered out in chess if you study x number of games and how things go you really get a sense for how things might develop but in go it's it's a little bit more fluid there's a little bit more um variety in what you might see happen on the on the board and just overall uh, I think you and I have said this before when it when a game gets its hooks in us and and we want to we're we're trying to find time to go back and play it together. That's always a great sign. Yes. And I know that's you. Yes. You literally were like, uh, on my lunch break, I, I'm going to text you if I'm available. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, it's it's that kind of game for us right now. So that's that's why we're big on yeah. it. Um, like if we so, have like if we have like a free twenty minutes, we're going to play a little nine by nine game of, mm -hmm. of Go on our phones. Right. It's like right. it's that good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Too bad I don't have any other friends that I could play this with. But uh, you know. Yeah. Unfortunately, when our schedules line up, we can do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, fortunately for you, you don't have any other friends, Andrew. It's just me, baby. That is fortunate. And when you have the best, that why is. have any rest? You know what I mean? Now. <laughs> I don't need any rest. <laughs> wake up, Andrew, and realize how good oh. a friend I am. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Obviously, we're digging this game, Andrew. I think that's pretty clear by our scores. Now, the question, though, is where does this game fall then on our leaderboard? Leaderboard. Let's check out that leaderboard, and if you want to check out our leaderboard, you can look at our website, 
Uh, it'll be linked on there. And that is uh, to can play that game podcast.tumblr.com. And so I had 98%, you had 92%. We're going to punch that into the old calculator. And it is a final score of 95% sure the two should play the game of Go. Wow, Andrew, that is the solidly the first, the number one spot. Maybe it's on top. It is that, in the number we have a one new champ. spot right above the new number two dethroned Star Wars Empire versus Rebellion. This this kind of kills me. It kind of kind of hurts my heart a little bit that that we're taking a Star Wars game out of the number one spot. I think Go is a better game. Oh, very much so. If they made Star Wars themed Go, that would be a hundred percent for me. You know, boy, I'll tell you what. I, I don't know how they'd do that, but. Well, you know, they got got light side and the dark side. It's actually all kind of, it's all kind of right there, honestly. Oh, actually, yeah, this Hmm, is a good, actually, actually a great idea. George Lucas' ears are burning. Actually. (laughs) (laughs) You know, sometimes I get a little bit self-conscious and I just got to know if we are still cool. Are we cool? So yeah, I do, I just sometimes I just need to know after we're done playing this game, are we still cool here? How much? Uh, how's our friendship holding up after this? Oh, okay, I see what you're getting at here, Andrew. How about this, Andrew? Our friendship went up four friendship points from Whoa, my point of that's view. A, that's a big bump. That's a big bump. But <clears throat> I'm gonna say our friendship actually, for me, it went up six and a half points. What? Wow, Andrew. See, this is a classic go strategy where I thought I had my territory all marked out, and then all of a sudden you just (laughs) went right right around my territory and took the larger territory, uh, and you captured all my pieces, Andrew, and my heart. Aw. I'm giving our our friendship six and a half points uh, because that's the same as... uh, as you might receive for Comey if you play as the black pieces. So that's a huge bump in our friendship. And uh, I'm glad that we have a new a new champion of two-player board games on our, our show. Our friendship this is, this economy is, a- is just thriving right now, Andrew. This, our friendship stock's going through the roof. Uh, everyone's trading, you know what I mean? Um, yes. Of course, we use the, of course, we use the friendship stock market as an indicator of the economy for some reason. Um, yeah, right. That's the best indicator, as everyone knows. It has everything to do with everyone's uh, everyday lives. Yeah, you know how a uh, vast majority of the people in this nation are uh, have any stake in our <laughs> friendship uh, stock market? Uh, I know the listeners love it when we uh, just subtly throw in these little jabs here at, at our society. I'm, um, just, anyway. I'm, just talking, I'm just talking about our friendship, Andrew. Um, yeah, so our friendship is thriving right now, but uh, you know, tune in next time because you never know. That could go right down the dumps uh, after we play another board game. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, tune in. But if you get another friend, you're going to want to tune in to a whole other podcast because obviously you can't listen to this one anymore. So you might That's as well right. just check out a podcast like Three House. Oh, yeah, that's the podcast where three friends play board games in a tree, and then they zip line into it like Kevin and Home Alone. <laughs> ah, see, I wrote that copy before we even got into that, baby. Andrew, that just, is what we call the prestige. I'm reading, I'm reading off a teleprompter here, and uh, what a callback. <laughs> 
All right, folks, if you want to email us, uh, you can cat, you can send an email to two can play that game podcast at gmail.com. Catch us on mu- at two can play that game podcast on Instagram or at two play that pod at Twitter on, on Twitter at two play that pod. In fact, you know, as much as we love emails and, and things, uh, you know, tweet us, uh, give us some comments, some likes, some retweets. It helps us. It helps the show. It helps you give us maybe a little get bit some algorithm, sprinkle yeah. some algorithm on us, on people. That's right. Just like AlphaGo. Just sprinkle an algorithm and and (laughs) beat the world champion. Okay. Bye-bye, everybody. I gotta go. Hey, I gotta go. I'm walking over here. Out, out, away from the podcast. (laughs) I gotta (laughs) Bye-bye. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean?